Hey there, I'm Joanne Tambrakis, and this is Marketing, Mindfulness, and Martinis. Unfiltered conversations, or as I like to say, opinions shaken, not stirred, on what's changing and what's not in business and in life as we enter into the next normal. So pour yourself your beverage of choice, and let's get to it. Hello, everybody. I am back with episode number 68 and the beginning of year three of this podcast. I cannot believe it's been two whole years have passed already, but here we are. And what I want to talk about today is the choice between being your best and being the best. But first, I want to catch up on a few things. Back in episode number 65, I talked about what I was going to do to be more productive this summer. So first and foremost, I said I would finish my new book by September 1st. While I had a very productive summer mixed with plenty of fun, I did not finish the book, at least not yet, although I did make a lot of progress and I am stepping into the final stages of that. Now, my natural inclination is to beat myself up by not having met my goal. And yes, I've been doing a bit of that. I have angst over the time I might have wasted, and I put that in quotes because you have to wonder if time wasted is really wasted if, to paraphrase both Bertrand Russell and John Lennon, you enjoyed it. And yes, there is no doubt I do enjoy watching 20 minutes of air fryer recipes on TikTok. And please do not judge me. But the bigger question The bigger question is, how does that move me closer to finishing the book? Now, creativity is a strange thing. It is not a linear process. And often, the best way to move forward is to move away. And I was forced to do that. I was forced to move away from the book at times, mostly because my summer wound up being much busier than I anticipated, and all in the best of ways. An unexpected consulting project took up a big chunk of my time and my creativity juices. And a funny thing happened. As I was in the process of writing my final presentation to my client, which is essentially a pitch because it's anyone who does read my book when it is completed will discover, I believe every presentation, big or small, is a pitch. So as I was deep in that, it occurred to me that by standing in the process in real time, my book would ultimately be better than it might have been without that experience. I was not just writing from my past experiences, I was in it. And I was reminded of the many ups and downs, the highs and the lows that occur when creating a presentation that engages an audience and sells an idea. So yes, I may not have met my self-imposed deadline, but the unexpected has helped to make this book my best. Not necessarily the best, but certainly my best which is the topic for today. And it's also an adapted version of a chapter of my book. And as many of my topics tend to start, it starts with my mother. When my mother died, inside the white letter size envelope that held a copy of her will was a sealed envelope. And it was labeled to be opened upon my demise. Now, death was not a word we used when we talked about the inevitable when you're gone, when you join your friends on the other side, at your funeral. But never did either of us use the word death. I'm not sure how my mother settled on demise, but that is the word she chose. I suppose it sounds less triggering than death. 
Now, inside this larger envelope, I found two smaller ones. One was labeled Joanne and the other to my brother, Peter. Each were written in mom's familiar script, finished with a little flourish underneath each of our names as she always did on the outside of an envelope. You know, I didn't know what to expect, but I was sure she would not have written much. Just enough to leave us each with something. A few last words when neither of us could talk back to her. Now, while my mother had a knack for finding the perfect Hallmark card to express exactly what she wanted to say, she was not one to do so when penning her own words. Once I bought her a journal as a gift so she could write down the many stories she would recount to me over the years of growing up poor, quote, dirt poor, during the Depression. I found the journal when we were cleaning out her condo. It had only a few entries. So her last note was brief just enough to fill a small sheet of lined notepaper that was embossed with a bird and flowers in the top right-hand corner. And as I learned and should have expected, identical to what she wrote to my brother, I kid you not, because we shared it. Having been the middle child of seven in a Greek-American family with only one sister, my mother had always made it a point not to favor one of us over the other, although I am sure there were times where my brother or I would have said that she had favored the other one. She assured us both we had made her happy and proud over time, and she wished us health and happiness in the years ahead. She reminded us to look out for each other and warned us that we, she would be watching over just in case we forgot. But there is one line she wrote that has stuck with me and I carry with me every day. Always be the best you can be. You know, for as long as I can remember, I heard a version of that advice from her. Whether it was a job interview or a party where I might meet new people, right before, be careful, came be your best. While I'm sure there were times my mother encouraged me to be the best, what I still hear her whisper in my ear every day is be your best. Be your best versus be the best. Now, it's a choice we make. One keeps you in the moment, and the other can take you out of it. A desire to be the best can defy the laws of the universe. It can force us to push too hard towards the goal and forget about the process. You know, when we get so fixated on the result, we get in our heads instead of in our bodies and in the moment. And the moment is where we have all our power. Being your best does not preclude doing the work and putting forth the effort. There is commitment to yourself to be your best that involves a lot of preparation and discipline. In fact, being your best is the only way to be the best. But still, not everyone's going to finish in first place. It's a great feeling when we do, but the reality is not everyone is the best at everything every day. Even when we are really, really good at what we do, we can still finish second. This week, I greeted a brand new group of real-world students at NYU who will be competing in groups to solve a real-world problem for our Samsung client. They're actually the reason that I wrote the book. They all come in, and they all want to win, and I get it. I want them all to win, too. But that is not how the real world works. Only one team wins, quote, the business. Now, my mother understood that, and that is why she made being your best her philosophy, and mine as well. Now, don't get me wrong, I can get caught up in wanting to be the best in whatever I do until I stop 
and remember my mother's advice. The purpose of my book is based on what I will do with this new crop of students. I will guide them through the process of creating and presenting a pitch that engages and sells. And if they have done the work, the only thing left to do the day of that presentation, which in this case will be come December, is to give it their all and leave it all on the floor. In much the way tennis great and arguably the GOAT Serena Williams did in the last match of her career this year at the US Open. I personally think it's also important to have fun no matter what and enjoy the process. In the words of my mother, when it comes to the final pitch or the big match, at that point, all you can do is be your best. The rest is out of your control. Thanks so much for listening to Marketing Mindfulness and Martinis. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends. Give us a rating on iTunes or Spotify so other people can find us and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you've got a question you'd like answered or a topic you'd like me to cover, please drop me a note. Info at joannetombrakis.com. And until next time, remember... Whatever got you to where you are isn't enough to keep you there. <laughs>